Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet it's... Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Klopek. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. You're good? Oh, she's great. Look at her face. She's just <laughs> always questioning everything that's going on around her. She's probably the best dog I've ever had, but we don't appreciate her like we should, Aww. probably. She's a good dog. She's a great dog, but like we're always we're just so busy with everything that we don't we don't give her the love she deserves, Aww. you know. So she's neglected. I know. I, at least I acknowledge it. I can't you know? reach her. That's the only <laughs> problem with the, Dude, these, the high stools. These high stools. So, all right. All right. So, I'm a homeowner. You know, I have a little bit of grass, a little bit of land. You know, in a, in a neighborhood, nice little neighborhood, tucked away. You know, not so much, but tucked nonetheless. And we have a little den of bunnies. Bunnies just running around. You know, and I love them. They don't bother us. And even if they did, say, bother us and eat our vegetation, if we had said vegetation, I still wouldn't care because they're bunnies. They hopping around. It's a sign of fertility. You know, when my wife and I were struggling to have a baby boy and we went to the IVF, the bunny showed up and ba ba boom, here he is, the baby boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I have an allegiance to them, you know? And this little boy in the neighborhood with his dog, a very curious boy, he's no. probably like seven or eight, but he's always like extremely well-mannered, you know, very polite, brings his dog up like, may I pet your dog or would you like to meet Boris? And I can't even fathom like why he would be just so articulate and so polite and so proper. But he politely asked me, he goes, are you aware that you have a den of bunnies in your backyard? You know, and I'm, I want to give him a British accent because he was so proper. But I mean, is this like one of the kids from the Umbrella Academy? It might as well be. Who's that one? The, the time traveling one, number five. Right. Yeah. Is that the with the ulterior motives all <laughs> right, the way? Right. <laughs> Such a good show. An even better comic. But he asked me, are you aware you have a, you have a den of bunnies to you in your backyard? And I said, yeah, yeah, we got a lot. And he goes, do you consider them to be pests? Pests? I was like, no, 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 not at all. And I don't think anything of it, you know? He goes his way. I go my way back into the house to be a proud papa. The wife's at work. I'm taking care of the baby boy. He goes on his way to do whatever it is that little boys do in a neighborhood. Are you sure that he's a little boy and not just like a grown-up with Gary Coleman disease? No, he's definitely a little boy. Okay. I was about to say, he might be a grown man in a boy's body, but no, he's, yeah. Because the whole, and the whole family is... Well, that's a whole other story for... I hope I didn't offend anybody by saying Gary Coleman disease. No, come on. I mean, if you, pain, don't know right? the, if you don't know the disease, you, give, you say the next thing that reference... You know, the, the best thing you can say to reference it for people to be aware of it, right? I mean, that's like me saying, like, I don't know about the Will Rogers disease. I don't know who Will Rogers is. You know, isn't he a singing cowboy? The institute that came up the, for the... Isn't it like... Oh, yeah, the Will Rogers Institute. Isn't it for um, typhoid fever or some shit? Or tuberculosis? Maybe. I don't know why I said typhoid fever first. <laughs> what, are, what is it, the 1800s? 
Was that even a thing? I don't know. Correct me. You can email us at comiconspodcast.com if you have any uh, corrections on there. So I don't think anything of it. This kid is out of sight, out of mind. I go about my day. I don't spend my nights worrying about eight-year-old boys. But <laughs> he comes back the next day walking through our backyard like Uh-oh. at eight in the morning. And I'm doing Uh-oh. a dish. I see through the kitchen window. I'm like, what's he doing in our yard? And I'm not one of those like, get off my lawn kind of guys. Oh, he's a little kid. But he's got a dog with him and he's on a mission. And the dog, Boris, is like on a mission. He's going, he's going. And I just step out and I go, I go, hey, man, what's up? And he goes, oh, I'm uh, going after the rabbit den. The rabbit den's back here. Bor- Boris is, uh, we're hunting rabbits. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, no, no, uh, no. I, you might, you might not want to do that. You might hurt the rabbits. You know, you might hurt it. And he goes, oh, well, that Boris is a, is a rodent hunter. He's predatory. Is he like a Jack Russell or uh, a he's, a he's actually like a lab mix, so I don't know. Really? I don't know they're, where that came from. They're bird dogs. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Either way, super smart kid. I get it. Yeah. Quiz- he's inquisitive. Yeah. You know, boys are boys. Right. They want to do stuff like that, like mm-hmm. put an ant on a magnifying glass. I get sure. that there's a little bit of serial killer in us. What I'm saying is this kid is straight serial killer. And when I say that, I mean... Who would want to sick their dog Gone rabbits. on a den of bunnies? Yeah, no. You know? No. Not even full-grown, mean-looking, you know, watership-down-looking rabbits. I mean, like, I mean, like a, like a <laughs> den of bunnies, you know? I could see if it was, like, the general with the one eye, you know? <laughs> or what was that cartoon? Oh, what was The Max? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Sick pull, by the way sick pole but yeah so did you just say i like the rabbits i said i said hey man don't do that here not (laughs) not not in our yard okay you can go take that somewhere else he goes oh sorry sir okay bye-bye and i haven't seen him since oh boy now maybe he was just a a, um an image of my imagination no maybe i'm going crazy you definitely did the right thing i don't know straight up serial killer and here's why Mm. we live in a although you're in a nice suburban neighborhood we're surrounded by a still pretty rural culture. Okay, yeah, I could see that. You know, people are into hunting and They're fishing. Hunting. And, you know, um, I did not grow up hunting, but I have a lot of friends that did. And I could see some boys being encouraged, not necessarily encouraged, but taught things where that thinking would make sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, like, well, like we got this dog, he's for hunting and this is what he does. This is what he, he is does. Out, you know, so let him go in the neighbor's yard and kill the bunnies. Right, right. I could, I could see like a child having a discussion about mm. instinct. Maybe a Ranger Rick graduate. Pro- possibly on the spectrum. Oh. Possibly on the spectrum and not thinking of things in a certain way. Well, so I'm, he's thinking of instinct, thinking yes. my dog has an instinct to hunt. Yeah. I have read in these books that rabbits are pests because right. they eat crops or right. whatever it is, even right. though nobody around here is growing any crops. No you crops, know? no crops. <laughs> and like you said, even if you had a couple of tomato plants, who cares if a rabbit takes a bite right. out of it's it? A it's bunny. a bunny. But I could see this kid just being like, this is what my dog wants to do. I sure. am taking care of my dog. I'll go let this happen. And perhaps sure. when he saw it happening, would have had a different reaction. Right. You know, I don't. I don't think any kid, spectrum or not, is going to see a dog attack a rabbit and go, "Oh, that was cool." No, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's and that's cool. and that's perfectly sound. Right. Here's the counter argument. Mm-hmm. Now that family, 
they already have a kid that's on the spectrum so here so here's my thing can't have more than one You absolutely can. It's hereditary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for the purpose of the joke, though. Oh, okay. Sorry. You, you can't have more than one. It's hard to tell a kid. Like, look, it man. It is. I'm a 30-something-year-old man. I'm gonna. I'm starting. I'm getting ready to start a podcast in a few minutes and talk about Roger Rabbit. Okay, I don't have time for this. We got to talk about patty cake and all other kinds of things. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. But yeah, you had some rabbits. Had some rabbits. Are rabbits pests? No, they're not. Is Roger Rabbit a pest? Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Comic Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? I'm Nick Stevens. I'm your host. With me today, Lauren Izzo from Mouthy Broadcast. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for uh, enduring the heat again. We're in the uh, the sunroom today which doesn't sound enticing for a hot summer day but i got a fan it's and it's well shaded it's not a it's not an air-conditioned space right not and quite a livable space but it's there's an old colonel in the corner in white linen uh, in the rocking chair <laughs> sipping some lemonade <laughs> he's saying it's hot today actually, might be hot tomorrow actually turn like, around. yeah lauren looked <laughs> she's like where i see a plant <laughs> yes and yes and lauren Nobody ever yes ends me, you know? They're always like, what are you talking about? I have some problems with that theater of the mind going First on here. First you killed my spectrum joke. and then <sighs> so sorry. God, the so sorry. bit killer. Jeez. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Bit ki- yeah. No. It's, it's my fault, really. I should have prepared you. I should have <laughs> prepared you. So um, I've gotten used to the heat this week. Um, after recording with you last time, uh, mm. my air conditioning broke down. Oh, God. Yeah. And I uh, spent, it was right over Memorial Day weekend. Oh, God. So I went from a Friday to a Wednesday with no air conditioning. Windows open? Yeah, windows open, fans, fans up and blazing. And then that led to sleeping with windows open overnight. Yeah. Which is scary for me. Right. Because I'm not a fan. Right, okay. Not a, okay. Not a fan of people coming to windows and things like that. But you like got that. a second story guy or no? No. Okay, so like no, my guy. For, yeah. Okay, the ranch style. Yeah, ra- okay. ranch, first floor only. Okay, that's the, the low. The reality is, if somebody is going to walk up to your open window, break through the screen and come in and attack you and your right. family, right. they would do the same thing to a closed window. It's really not that different. I guess, yeah, you're right. It's really not yeah, that different. Yeah, you're right. It's, you know, but... The truth is, it's it's scary to it's still scary to feel like that immediate danger is right there on the other side. It's a little more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) well, the air conditioning's broken. Windows are open throughout the house, and um, my son went out to ride a skateboard. He likes to ride his skateboard at night to practice where um, you know there's not there's no cars on the road Mm -hmm. because the sidewalks in our neighborhood are are pretty divoted. Okay. So he'll go at night sometimes, you know, when he can see the cars on the headlights from far away. Sure. That's smart. Well, he left his key in the house, locked himself out. Mm. So it's not that it's like 9:30 at night. I'm in bed, and all of a sudden there's a a little voice. Well, not a little boy voice because he's you know a six <laughs> foot tall uh, 16 year old. So he's like, "Hi, mom," and I lost it. I yeah. I mean I oh, I'm sure I was hyperventilating in my bed, and he's like, "You know my voice. Why are you afraid?" And I'm like. Because you were dead asleep. Well, I wasn't asleep yet. I was just sitting there. I was on my phone. You know, he's like, you weren't asleep. You were. I I just was scared to death because of hearing the. Right, right there. Yeah. 
Damn. So that was a fun little. Everything get fixed? Are you? Yeah, are yeah. You back oh yeah, it got the, fixed. Okay. It was from a Friday to a Wednesday that it was out. How did they live without I have air conditioning? No you know, idea. I mean, I see some of these old bastards. You know, where I mean, bathing was probably a luxury in itself, and just like you know, like a, an old wind fan. Yeah. You know, wind fan, an old ceiling <laughs> fan. You know. Well, and at a certain a point, they didn't even have ceiling fans. Right. Think about that. Even when they first. When electricity was first introduced, you know, they had like wall outlets, right, but they didn't right, have right. ceiling fans. They didn't have all this fancy. They just had a little wiring. fans that they'd hold, you know? That too. Jeez, you I know? can't imagine. No. Like, why would people, before the invention of air conditioning, settle in places like Florida? Right. Why would you even settle in a place like Virginia? Maybe Florida wasn't as hot. Maybe it's only getting hotter. And we're just getting more accustomed to being indoors eating ice cream. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I don't understand why people live in Alaska either. Yeah, that's true. Now. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. it is pretty insane. I don't know if I could do the, the 30 days of night. That too. You know that what I mean? That would be difficult for me. Or the 30 days of day. They have both. Yeah, probably... <laughs> this is why you have Lauren Izzo on a podcast. In case your kids were wondering about, you know, Alaska and, and the seasons and, and or just genetics. You know, um, this is why this is why you tune in. This is why we have because you really do class up the podcast. There hasn't been a single penis joke, you know. We can change that soon. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Do you think he has one? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think okay. he has one. I Thank think you. Baby Herman has one. Okay. Unless he's just using that cigar. Right. <laughs> ah, my stogie. My stogie. <laughs> How old do you think Baby Herman is? He makes a joke that he's got the appetite of a 50 year old okay. i don't remember if it's the app if he says the word appetite he says something he okay. doesn't use the word libido it's libido. not quite that right because it does overt. have to be for kids at some yeah. point yeah but i think he says i got the appetite of a 50 year old and a winky of a three-year-old a winky oh that's right he did say that Wink- is it winky? i think he said dinky dinky he said dinky dinky and that's he fantastic. is not three his, his babysitter he's, was smoking he's hot. probably a, he's probably one Oh, yeah, because he's talking. You know, 15 months at the most. Right. Um, but he's got a stogie and a pacifier at the same well, time. He's, 50. he's in a diaper. He's 50. He just has the body of a he's baby. He's a baby. Right. Right. But I don't think he has the body of a three-year-old. I think he has the body of like a, an 18-month-old. Oh, you're probably right. So he's that got double sense. the size of the dinky that he should <laughs> in that case. Right? Is that how it oh, works? That's how it always know. breaks down. Yeah. So right to the dicks here. Right to the dicks. Down. Now After the rabbit murder and that's, the we're bringing it back. Home invasions. And right. And the yeah. ignorance about spectrums. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how we can't even say, like, because you don't even know, like, we can't say what th- certain things are anymore. Everyone just has to say. Well, the, I can speak a little bit from the heart on this. My okay. son is on the spectrum. Okay. 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 Um, but now, like, other, he was diagnosed um, as uh, Asperger's, ADHD, um, and... Um, impulse disorder he had a few, a few different things mm-hmm. when he was eight. Oh, okay and um he never got accommodations in school because as long as the teachers were willing to work with what he needed everything was fine. everything was fine um and then in eighth grade he started having problems again and i you know had a meeting with the school like well he let's get some accommodations for him here's his diagnosis oh no this is far too old you need to get him re-diagnosed really and it's like some it's like not covered by insurance. Oh my god. It's like two grand. It's like can't no, just like let's write but they wouldn't do like a special uh like a they call it That's a five oh four plan. 
but each teacher would individually work with me but now high school he's got to be his own advocate wow. he's not good at that but he's a he's a really bright kid um he's got difficulty at this point just seeing things from a different perspective right and he gets very stubborn about things and um he's uh some issues like he he likes pace um but he doesn't do it at school he doesn't at home. Huh. but i pace a lot of people you know pace. a lot of people pace he's, he's got some some things some yeah. little quirkiness um, we think of, we th- we th- like my boyfriend who didn't meet my son till you know like a year and a half ago right. he's like he's he's fine he's not on the spectrum right he's a he's sarcastic he's snarky he's right. he's a dry sense of humor he you know he has his quote unquote special interests right you know but he's like you know he he kind of grew out of a lot of his things that right, right, seemed right. to be a diagnosis when he was younger even if you try to read up on some of this stuff it can kind of it can kind of be kind of right. you know misleading and a kid on the spectrum is for the most part just like any other kid as far as structure helps right, them right, a right, schedule right. helps them knowing what to expect helps right. them like my my son's biggest um issue when he was younger was um he was very bad at transitioning from one activity to the next right like okay we're doing this all right time to go do this he would have a meltdown mm-hmm. so it was learning i've got to give him time to let him know hey in 10 minutes we're gonna do this right hey remember what i said in five minutes we're doing this right in two minutes we're doing this so finish up what you're doing and then we go okay time to go and then those kind of things helped him but that's good with a lot of kids it's exactly because you're exactly just about because any every kid needs that kind of heads up because if they don't then they have meltdowns most adults need that absolutely so it's it's little things i know i do yeah so yeah it's just, uh, and it's about learning coping skills and things sure. like that. So, you know, some of the counseling I got him when, when he was younger helped mm-hmm. him develop coping skills. And, you know, it doesn't seem like it's a problem anymore. Right. You know? But I can also tell, like, when he needs time to go be alone and not have to do anything else. Like, if even still now, like, yeah. if we're with my family, I got a big family, a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has trouble dealing with the little ones because they scream all the time. Yeah. I can tell, hey... I know we're not at our house, but you can go upstairs into your grandma's bedroom and read for a bit if you want. Yeah. Watch a show by yourself. Yeah, and have yeah, that yeah. downtime. You know, and a lot of adults need that. You know, most, Absolutely. Most adults Absolutely. can't hang out at a party all night. And, and no, cope. I can't anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's why I drank. Right. Because I didn't know how to cope. You needed the... You yeah. know? And I thought for the longest time it was just like a normal thing because everybody was drinking. I never knew I was the one like lighting the fuse the whole time. Right. And then when I quit drinking, I remember going to these parties and I remember going back into the, that, that scenario. And I remember thinking everyone's going to be like trying to push a drink on me and everyone's going to be going crazy. And then you get there and you realize everyone's just acting normal. Right. And you're the one that was like always you were the going one zero to 60. You the edge, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Speaking of zero to 60, um, and we'll get, we'll get to Roger Rabbit in a little bit. Uh, be at. Yeah, be at. Um, you also have a link to this conversation that was referenced so, a few episodes ago, if kids don't remember, uh, with Harrison. It was uh, Swan Thing Returns, starring yes. Harrison Christie. Right. Uh, it was a, a long discussion about long discussion about the legendary beaticals. The legendary beaticals. And we, um, <laughs> look, let's, let's just break so it down. So I, I have a family link to be right, at. Right, We're sort of related. Yes, sort of, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, yes, so Beat is my right. brother's brother-in-law. He's your brother. He's not... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I just had to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. So my so my Cuz your brother brother's married to his married sister. Married Beat's sister. Correct, yeah. Mundo. My my brother uh he Wonderful picked woman. up on picked up on his friend's little sister. Mhm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my brother was a total creep. Just kidding. Well, they've been I mean they've they were, been together, they were together for, for like 18 years. You're right, yeah. Exactly. They're they're Long married. Time. They have three beautiful children. Absolutely. Yeah, doing wonderfully. Wonderful. 
And that's how you and I had the link through your brother a little bit. Well, yeah. you and I had the poetry slams. Yeah, we had, yeah, we had our own link. And then but your the brother Tommy was the guy that stuck up for me when I got jumped behind the school after the football game. He was I the guy that, that said, those little sons of bitches. I remember because he went and like he like testified and like, went oh. to, like the principal's office. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about and that. And so my dad knew him. He was like, Tommy Izzo, stand-up guy. And we kind of met him after the fact. Oh, good. And they'd come that's over. Good. We'd listen to Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Biat would come over. We'd listen to Wu-Tang. Maybe risked it to a couple of Cinemax movies or Skinemax. <laughs> You know, maybe in the ah. same, maybe in the same room, maybe not. But uh, <laughs> moving along, Beaticals is like a legend yeah. in these parts. Yeah, he is. A, he is a legend. I still tell stories of Beat and and his uh, antics, his escapades. Yeah, I would love to get him on the show. I will attempt to contact him. Um, okay. He, I believe, he lives in Abingdon, Virginia. Okay, that's sort of King George. No. No, it's way off. No, it's out like in Appalachia. <laughs> Yeah, have you noticed on the show that I just throw stuff out yeah. there? Like, a, like <laughs> Abingdon, sort of King George. Nope, <laughs> not at all. So it's by the water. No. Okay. Over Appalachia the, mountains. Oh, over, the, over the mountains. Okay. Like past, like you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So no cacti. No. Okay. No cacti. No water. So what's the foliage? Like a dogwood? Probably pines. Pines. Okay. In the mountains. This is good. Let's this is good. That. See. We're just going to scrap the movie I today. I think We're Abingdon gonna... was like an old coal mining town. I don't, do you want me to Google it for you? Let's figure this out. I know out. you will, even, yeah. if I, even if I say no thanks. I won't. I won't because I have the IMDb page up and I don't want to oh, lose okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't lose that. Um, so he's not conceivably far enough away to like make a visit. He still makes visits from time to time. Okay. Um, he may be visiting soon. That's, be- how, that's how we have to do this. We have to yeah. coordinate. We have to get him Might in be, here. I, I, I'm not going to give away too much information about... The I understand. Family. Sure. Oh, I just said their name. Oh, well. I, can, I can take it out. <laughs> About the, the Beat extended family, but there may be a reason for him to come visit okay. somewhat soon. So if there is a reason, and we find the particulars of that reason, and it's not too insensitive to do a reach out and a stop by, because here's my thing. I'm just going to throw this out there. I feel, and I'm not going to, you know, I got to push the envelope a little bit on this thing. I feel <laughs> that there's a little bit of Fortress of Solitude kind of going on here. I think there might but be. But maybe too. against his will. Is that pushing it too far? I don't know about that. Okay. All I right. All right. Know, all right. I don't, I can't speak to okay, that. Okay. She's not going to speak to that. So yeah. on the, we have it on record that this is only my theory. Yeah. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Okay. Exactly. All right. Because um, I, like I said, I reached out with the texties and the phonesies yeah. after I got it from your bro. Okay. The landline. Okay. No response. No response. How long ago was that? Uh, probably about a couple months. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then that should be good. I don't know. So, I don't know. And that could be anything. That could be something completely different. And, you yeah. know, people got families. They, they got stuff going on. I'll reach out to his sister. Because okay. we're, we're close. We're okay. sister-in-laws. We're tight. I'll just tell her, hey, yeah. Nick really wants to hang with Biet. Yeah. Really wants to get him on a show. And talk I want to get him movies. on the podcast. Just talk about comics. He just, has just three catch up daughters, with all with comic book names. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I feel bad because Adorable little children When his first one was born I was in a dark place So mm-hmm. I just wasn't around You know what I mean I, And <laughs> I feel bad Because he would invite me to things You know And he'd be like I'm not going over there When you're talking about there booze There's no booze and I remember I showed up With booze to one of the things I think it was the uh, I remember the a story shower. About a baby shower Yeah That he, I can't tell on the air Right Because some things Yeah Were divulged to me Yeah We'll talk about this one Sure Off recording <laughs> I don't want to give you too much no, to edit. No, no, no. I got you. <laughs> but I just kind of, I've always kind of felt bad for that. So part of this whole wanting to hang out with him is also just kind of my way of also just. Being like, hey, I was. I love you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I love them. I tell these stories in 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 jest and in a jovial sense because it's it's and it's a form of adoration too. It's not mm-hmm. you know. I mean, even though he's he's done some crazy stuff. I mean, I've done some crazy stuff, and we we were all part of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean, he lived with me. This is the guy that lived with me for like almost the rest of senior year yeah. in high school. You know, and we were working at the movie theater together. We were sleeping on my floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were like hanging out every day. He put his head through my garage window, my parents' garage window. Oh, I don't think I ever heard that. Because story. he said in, in ten years we'd be laughing about it. You know what? He was right. You are right. You are right. I'm still laughing about it, and it's more than ten years. I was with B at, um, not when I met him, but on the first official date I had with my ex-husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure how that happened. I think it was... He was just there? Well, no, I had met this guy, and this guy wanted to go on a date with me, but it was like I still didn't really know him. Right. And I feel like I was asking my brother to come hang out too, but my brother couldn't, but B at was like, I'll go with you. So we went out, we played pool with Biat, and did a, so Biat was kind of like a chaperone. That's weird. Right? That's so weird. Who would you pick? No, I'm sorry. I love you. Chaperone. You know I love you. I'm not, this is not against you at all. I'm just saying, that's so weird. It's a weird story. But it I probably, know. but you probably did feel good, like having somebody else there. Yeah. Because you didn't know the guy. Yeah. And, and I wasn't kind of alone a, in his car. Right, 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 right. Because Biat ended up driving us around. Because I need to tell the folks at home that listening, we do have some millennial listeners and we have some listeners overseas. So look, this was in the 90s. I'm assuming, or late. Uh, 2000. 2000. 2000. So still before cell phones. 2002. Okay, so cell phones yeah. weren't as prominent. Cell phones were around. I didn't have one. Social media wasn't really around. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there wasn't a quick yeah. out. You know what I mean? So we right. actually had to like contact our fellow human beings and have them congregate around us for protection. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like I'm gonna have to like start a whole new episode because we're 30, 30 minutes oh, in. Oh God, how do we do this? This should be like the this should be like the opening, this is and what? then we should do like. This is really my fault. Well, well, part of the problem is I don't have my own podcast anymore to to go on and ramble about this kind of crap. <laughs> I love it. And then I hear your conversations with Harrison, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got something to say about that. <laughs> I should just call and leave a voicemail while I'm listening. We will keep to talking about him. We'll keep talking about. We're him. gonna do. We'll. We'll put this in. I don't know. Cut this out. Make it a clip show. Okay. No, I'll keep it in. So, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. 1988. I wanted to talk about this movie on its 30th anniversary last year. I just never got around to it. This one is kind of like the Batman 1989. There seems to be some kind of curse that follows me around, like an old shadow wanting me to jump back into the past and dig up old ghosts and, you know, say, you didn't really do it, but you did. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. Let's make sure that we're actually recording. Oh, yes, we are. We are. We are. Because you went. Because you you mentioned a curse, and now I'm like, oh, no, we're cursed. Now, did you hear that voice, and you were like, that voice was golden, I don't want to lose it? Or were you like, it was really the opening? It was the opening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Spot on, yeah. Yeah, so it just just hasn't happened. It hasn't come to fruition. A lot of guys haven't jumped at the chance to do this movie with me, so I have to thank you again for, for doing this with me. Because some people just don't revere this movie as much as I do. Right. Yeah, I think this um, is a movie that, that people don't quite understand. No, they don't. And I can, I can and kind of understand why. What, it almost makes me mad watching this movie mm-hmm. and then thinking about episode one of Star Wars. Oh. Because it's not CGI. Okay, yeah. It's all animation. Mm-hmm. But they did everything with practical effects right. to get their shots. Right. They somehow managed to get lighting and shading right. Mm-hmm. The shadows. Every single motion, every single animated character on screen is interacting 
with something that is their IRL. Sure. And it's beautiful. That's in real life, kids, by the way. <laughs> Just want to, for the not so millennials. For the, for the older ones, yeah. yeah. For the older The guys. older kids. Yeah. Um, but totally it, right. And it's, I was just watching it. I just watched it the other night with my boyfriend and he is a, uh, he's a film guy. So he's like, everything that they did with this movie was the hard way. Yeah. Like if you, every single scene. Not the hard way with Michael J. Fox and James Woods. The, she means like <laughs> it was done the hard way. Okay. Exactly. Okay. He said they did everything to optimum difficulty. Yeah. Because they could have had so many ways out of not having the animated characters interact with people. Right. Even in the, like, I mean, and it's one thing to have Roger Rabbit doing his thing. Right. You know, but the penguin. The waiter penguin. Yeah, the penguin. Betty Boop. Betty Boop, you know, being a waitress. When Jessica Rabbit first first walks out on the stage Mm -hmm. and she's touching the guys that, you know. And there's a glow, the there's a shimmer stage. to the animation, yeah. and there's a depth, the, and there's the a texture. The lighting Absolutely. and the shading sure. and what they've done, everything is just so, it's so well done. And then you look at what they did to the Phantom Menace 11 years later, mm. when they had all this money. All this money. And all this technology. All this money and technology. And it looks like garbage. It don't it look just, good. It, doesn't, it did not hold up, mm-hmm. number one. It didn't look good then. No, I guess not. It doesn't hold up now. The, I don't think I mean, we even, realized it didn't look good the then. Si- the sight lines yeah. of, you know, I'll tell you, when I saw Phantom Menace in the theater, I was just so happy to have Star Wars in the theater. Yeah, I wasn't me too. being that critical. I think we were all kind of like, But within you know, two around. years, because by the time that the uh, Attack of the Clones came out, mm-hmm. I didn't want to see it in the theaters. Why would you? Yeah, I was like, no. Attack of the Clones? Yeah, Right, terrible. right. And Darth it, Maul was killed in the first one, so no right. need to. By the way, Biat stood up in his seat, screamed, no, when, when they killed, killed Darth Maul. That's, that's a Biat thing. Yeah, and I, and I was with him, too. We were all with him in spirit. Um, but you mentioned the, spe- the, the animation. Mm-hmm. This movie is legendary for a lot of reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons being we have um, Robert Zemeckis directing, okay, who gave us Back to the Future movies, but we have Steven Spielberg producing. producing. We have Walt Disney's Blessing. We have Warner Brothers characters infused. We have George Lucas's light and industrial magic special effects involved. So it's funny you mentioned yeah. Star Wars. We have a lot of hands in the kitchen here and a lot of people. The kind of collaborative effort. That, that should have just shit the bed and, and been right, terrible. Right, But at the same time, that's exactly why we never got a sequel. Right. 1988, we should have had three sequels. Right, or, easily. Or three, we should have had easily. a trilogy. This should have been the start of a franchise. There should have been a trilogy, and then there should have been a right. um, uh, straight-to-home video mm-hmm, release. Mm-hmm. There should have been a t- an after-school cartoon series and maybe you're wondering well did it not make enough money no it made a lot of money so here's what what happened oh you got the scoop there was supposed to be a cartoon series and somehow they screwed over i don't know if they screwed him over but it somehow pissed off spielberg Mm. and spielberg wouldn't get back on board for anything else and that's why it just never happened because they couldn't go forward without him yeah i mean i guess they could Uh, but it would have been garbage yeah we know that yeah did you uh, did you ever go to Disney as a kid? Have we talked about Disney? So I never went to Disney. I went to Disney. No. I went to Disney the year this movie came out. Mm. And it was the same year that the MGM Park opened up. Okay. MGM, MGM Studios, I think is what it was called. It's okay. now called uh, Disney Studios. Okay. This is where 
current, well, in a few months, they're going to have Star Wars land open and everything's going to be different. Oh, but yeah. It, but right now, this is where you go see the Star Wars characters and other movie stuff there. Gotcha. They have, a, you know, stuff from Disney movies is there. At the time, it was, uh, you know, it looks like a movie set. Right. In MGM in 1988 or 89, whatever year it went, everything looks like a movie set. And I remember feeling like I was in the movie Roger Rabbit. And they had Roger Rabbit stuff everywhere. They wow. had Roger Rabbit. There was a costume Roger Rabbit. He was teaching the kids how to do the Roger Rabbit Had dance. you already seen the movie? I believe I had, okay, okay. From, from what I remember. I saw the movie in theaters, um, so I'm pretty sure I had seen the movie. I think this was one time. of the first movies I saw in theaters. Yeah. It's one of my first memories of, a the- of being in a theater. Yeah. And it was just an amazing experience. So I remember being very confused by the patty cake as a child. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think I was too. Like, it, it, they should have just had them kiss. But I think even then I, I like knew... I knew it meant something else. Right. But I also knew it was stupid. Right. Like, why huh. not just show them kiss? Yeah. Like, I feel like they were going for more of an adult joke mm-hmm. that was just... Like, adults would be like, mm, we know what patty cake is. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was watching it again, and they're definitely both, like, moaning as if they're actually, like, getting it on. Right the window and yeah. i don't i didn't remember that like from my second i right. own this movie on, on blu-ray that might give away the rating at the end of the show but uh, <laughs> but i own like the 25th anniversary one with all the special features oh, and, nice. the, and the deleted scenes yeah so i haven't seen all that commentary and like i was watching it with everything on it today and my son was kind of in and out playing and watching some of it with me did he seem interested in it uh when they got to toontown at the end okay that's when he was like he actually laid down next to me with his blanket and which was actually kind of nice and watching you know darn darn yeah mm-hmm. smile you know and he was actually into that you know because they were singing and stuff but then yeah. as soon as uh lena hyena showed up it was like he didn't have any idea what was going on right he right. was out of there you know and i think he liked the cars he liked those old 40s late 40s early 50s cars that was cool. i liked that aspect of it too so let's they, talk about that that they've got like this old private yeah, eye yeah 1947 well, hollywood it's more of an old hollywood feel too yeah i think we want to believe that there aren't all these deals and swindlings going mm-hmm. on in our present day hollywood mm-hmm. but we're all like la confidential and things like that well there's we're just too much to going on at, now yeah for that to work yeah i think it worked better then because i think it was a simpler time i think people do even though there's a lot of other stuff going on kind of behind the scenes, it's a little more practical. There's no cell phones. There's no, it's not, not as much technology. You can kind of make things... It's kind of what we said about Rocketeer. Yeah. You can make the story more grounded because you don't have other, you don't have other uh, you know, hey, Eddie Valiant, why don't you just look this guy up online and see if you can <laughs> find, <laughs> right. find out where, he, uh, where the will is. You know, yeah. Maybe he posted it on the IG. You know, I don't know. <laughs> They probably wouldn't utilize Maybe, yeah, the disappearing. If you, just had, if you knew his private IG account, you can right. check out the picture of his will. You yeah. can't hack into his account? Oh, man. <laughs> and like maroon cartoons and they work for peanuts, Eddie. You know, I mean, <laughs> it just works better right. in this environment. Right. But I love the world. I mean, even as a kid, I was like, I love it. We're just already in this world where tunes and human beings are just existing. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the premise. Yeah. Like they're existing. That that's This is the universe. Here we are. And we have a, a, a drunk uh borderline washed up detective who private eye who's who's lost his brother you know now what i caught watching it as a grown-up that i didn't catch then was that he and his brother started out as clowns yeah became police officers and then opened their own just through a little montage of pictures as the camera goes around his office and so we don't really except for the end musical number that eddie does to distract Mm -hmm. 
the uh, weasels. The weasels. Um, from uh, dipping Jessica and Roger. Right. Aside from that, we don't get to see Eddie's clowning side. We don't. But it gives us a taste of he and his brother did like the tunes. Right. Did help the tunes. We thought it was a lot of laughs. Loved, yeah, yeah. Loved laughing. Right. That's why they left the police force. That's why him and Dolores so were so good. And that's why they wanted to just do what they do what made them happy. They were supposed to go off to Cocoa Beach and like live happily ever after. You know what I mean? She never even developed the film. Right. You know, Lauren? Yeah. I mean, she just kept it in the camera. Yeah. Still got that old camera? Yeah, we're yeah. going to have to do that sometime again. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... Uh, it's kind of like a Pixar story in a lot of ways. A lot of the Pixar stories we see now. Yeah. Because there's, well, there's that a heart. lot of like a montage background mm-hmm. that doesn't need a big exposition. Right, exactly. You get it pretty quickly. And we, I knew from the very get-go that Judge Doom was the bad you guy. You can tell he's... I well, mean, that's he's the He's not thing. a good guy. And there's no turn. There's no turn. From the moment he comes in looking evil mm-hmm. and kills a shoe. He kills a shoe. For no reason. And the shoe is so no adorable reason. looking. And I've got a little nugget of beautiful Ooh. information about Dro- that shoe. Drop it. Drop it. According to IMDb, that shoe is voiced by Nancy Cartwright. No way. Bart Simpson, For, you guys. From Simpsons fame? Bart Simpson mm. is that shoe. You watch that happen and you're like, why would he do that? That's evil. Yeah. And why do the weasels do that? Yeah. No, I loved the weasels as a kid. They, like yeah. I had the little bendable guys, like the little rubber bendable oh, guys. Cool. You could, yeah. Um, I loved him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ram him. I loved all <laughs> of the voices. Yeah. Roger Rabbit, as much as I loved him, he was like my least favorite character from the whole thing. I mean, yeah. He's the main character, but I actually loved all the other side characters. So, know? uh... Roger Rabbit is voiced by Charles Fleischer. Yeah, stand-up comedian. Who also voices Benny the Cab, Greasy, and Psycho. And are Greasy and Psycho both weasels? I'm yes. Not sure. Yeah. Okay. So he voiced two of the weasels and Benny the Cab. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is cool. He was on the Aristocrats movie. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's a dirty comic. Oh, yeah, I didn't he's realize a, he's that. A, he's a dirty stand-up guy. Not it's kind of like one of those Bob Saget guys that comes in. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, yeah. I've done Family Fair. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christopher Lloyd's performance, I mean, I think we had seen him. At this point, I think we might have yeah. seen him or started to see him in the Back first Back to the, Back the Future. Future. He had been in that uh, taxi show. Right, right. This is before Adam's Family, so we didn't see yeah. him there. But you know, he's done a lot of voice. He's just got that unrecognizable Boop, that mm-hmm. recognizable voice, you know what I yeah. mean? That's that's you can't. It's unparalleled. You know what I mean? His his performance in this movie is phenomenal. Yes, you know, especially at the end when the big reveal that oh my god, he killed his brother, mm-hmm. killed Eddie's brother. And I think it's it shows that it's a kids movie that there's no major twist. Right. Doom is the bad guy from the beginning to the end. Now I did think Jessica Rabbit might have been involved. Just like a, seems, a classic whodunit, yeah, you know, where yeah. the dame is usually kind of, you know, part of it, but then it, it, the dame is always be. implicated. Right, right. But then your instincts were right to trust her beauty all along. All along. That's right. Right. You always, you always get fooled by the hot redhead one, and then the one that's been by your back the entire time's always, always been yeah. there. You know, Dolores. You yeah, know? Dolores would have been the bad one in. Yeah. If this was the real. What if this was remade like in a Sin City kind of gritty? <laughs> With Roger Rabbit smoking and... Oh, I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would re- recast that that thing. Oh, man. Um, I think I'd want John DiMaggio oh, yeah? playing Roger Rabbit. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Burping and... From Bender fame, of course, yeah. for Jurama fans out there. Yeah. 
great pull great pull and um, bob hoskins is an interesting actor for this movie i don't remember him from a lot else but i remember he was in mermaids mm-hmm. what else was he in he well he was smee in hook right you know? okay um and so that was, was another spielberg go-to yeah but I mean, it's just interesting that he would be like a lead in something like this. You know what I mean? And I think it was supposed to go to Bill Murray, but they couldn't get a hold of Bill Murray, which is very interesting. Because Bill Murray later said that if he had had the chance, he would have jumped at it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Bob Hoskins was like a household name or anything like right, that. Right, right. But they still threw him in here, which I guess they did more of that back then than they do now um, when they take a big project like this. I guess they were all taking a risk. Yeah. This was like a $70 million budget. So for back then, I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, but I think it still ended up grossing like 300 mil. So again, back then, huge overhaul. Um, I remember the merchandising. I remember the Warner Brothers store. It was like selling all kinds of stuff all the time. Well, and like they they had a giant section of the MGM theme park yeah. devoted to it. And people still talk about this movie. Yeah. So it still holds true with a lot of people. Now, Uncle Rico, he's going on record saying, fuck that movie. He's also said, fuck Beetlejuice. All that shit, it didn't, it didn't get with him. It didn't get him. It didn't grasp him. And we're all from the I same age group. I remember being very excited to see this movie in the theater, being yeah. very happy that I saw it in the theater. Right. Being, thinking it was just scary enough to not scare me. And I remember in the theater, um, my mother took my brother and I and a neighbor along with the neighbor's mom. And... That little girl got so scared. Right. And it was, I'm not sure why, but we were allowed to not sit with our moms. Mm. If it was like a, could we sit by ourselves and be like big kids? Or right. maybe the theater was really crowded. <laughs> Whatever it was, I remember that we were not sitting right. with our moms. Okay. And the little girl got very upset and had to go sit with her mom because she was scared. Probably towards the end, toward I the would end. imagine. Because I mean, it is a little, but I, remember, I killed your brother. But I remember being like, why is she such a baby? Right. Like, like I knew it was, like, creepy, but I liked it. Right. Like, it didn't scare me, scare me. Yeah, we loved it. Yeah. But, see, I also, I knew I, was, I, knew I wasn't going to be scared because I was also watching, like, Predator and Robocop. Right. At that age. Yeah. And my mom would come out on the video. I had seen video. some stuff that I'd I seen probably some wasn't shit. supposed to. Yeah. Um, the PG-13 went a little further than it does nowadays. There wasn't a PG-13. That's when why. we were kids? Yeah. Yeah, not until, I think. We can we can find this out right now. If you I want. was going to say because I think it went well, a little like further. Well, like the Goonies was PG. Oh, interesting. Because there was no PG thirteen at that time. And there's definitely dead bodies in that. Mm-hmm. There's and there's words like shit and. I think God forbid. I want to say they even like dropped that. the f bomb. Don't think there's an f bomb. Really? Yeah. But um, I know they drop it in Bill and Ted's uh, excellent adventure. You know. And I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking about that other F-bomb that we don't say anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah, yes, that like, F-bomb. Don't be up. Mm, you know, that it's F-bomb. like, because everybody just accepted it. Like, it was just the like a house. The other F-word. The other, the F-word, word, you know. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom created the PG-13 rating. Okay, so this one was probably I think PG. It, yeah, this, yeah, so Roger Rabbit would have been PG, but... Um, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom. I can understand why. I mean, he does take a when heart out of somebody's chest. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Kalama. Uh, it was released in oh, hold 84. Hold on. There's, there's a blackbird flying over by. Just okay. be quiet for a Yeah, the, the X-Men. Let go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Up until 1984, there had been only four ratings that a film could receive. Four. G, 
PG R and X, which mm. would later become NC seventeen. Gotcha. So what's interesting is we still have G and PG, and I don't really distinguish between them now. Yeah, I mean G is everybody. G is like maybe somebody calls someone stupid. Right. G or, or I'm see, sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, PG. But see, so like pa- the new Bambi Incredibles, the new Incredibles movie, yeah, is a PG rating, and they say damn and hell. Okay. I think there's one hell and, there's and one death. damn. There's, and there's death in there. Death. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I think anything that has to, anything where you have to brush up against mortality, should be a PG. Should be a PG. Right. Well. Because, I mean, Bambi and stuff like that. The Land Before Time, I'm sure that was G. Absolutely. You know? Should definitely, and what about the Transformers movie? You know? Optimus Prime dies That was in that definitely in, in that, yeah. You know? That was pre-84, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was like 83? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they just went a little further with things back then. So I think they they were going further, but then it was a Not necessarily in a good leap. way. Well... Because PG was like parental guidance. Right. Let the parents right. choose. Do you think people are more sensitive and then now I, than they used to be? Sometimes Just in terms I of think the, so. the audiences. Sometimes I think so. Yeah. Like, uh, but at the same time, I know like it, it just, it's hard to tell. It's hard to say that. I know that my mother, I feel like she got much stricter with us as we got older. Right. And I think it was that when we were young, she thought things were going over our heads. Right. That probably weren't, but that's what she was like. Some of the happen. jokes in like Aladdin and stuff. Like I remember some of those old like Bob Hope references. And yeah, like, it's like we didn't get them, but they were still funny because it was Robin Williams. Right. Like a lot of jokes that, the, that were meant for the old for the adults. Just like even in some of the modern Pixar movies now, there's a lot of stuff in there for the adults. And right. to be honest, a lot of the adults are going in there by themselves half the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's changed. Yeah, I saw I The think. Incredibles too without a child. Yeah. yeah. I think the animation is getting better and the stories are getting better. Yes. So more and more adults are seeing stuff that's not necessarily always intended for adults. But even things like my mother wasn't paying attention to what we were watching. Which right. Which is why I was <laughs> able to see Nightmare on Elm Street when I was five. Right. You know. Was it because your mom wanted to see it too? No, I don't remember her watching it okay. with us. I don't think she knew I was watching it. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. So it would just be on and she just wasn't aware of like... But I remember. But I also remember watching things like... I was watching Dirty Dancing all the time when Dirty I was dancing. like seven and eight years old. Wow. And I is don't that know pretty heavy on the implications? There's an abortion in it. There an is. An illegal abortion because it's 1963. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot all about that. It's been yeah. a long time. There's an abortion. There is uh, multiple and that's PG. extramarital affairs. Oh, my God. Probably is PG. Might be, might be PG-13. It might be PG-13. But there's no actual like there's porn no, hub in it. No, there's no nudity. There's a... If you pause your VCR you at the guy? right moment, you see a little bit of Patrick Swayze's butt. Oh, man. Yeah. Shoot, shoot me the times after the I show knew, so I can I, go back and check I know it this. I know this from sleepovers. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to watch Dirty Dancing and if we pause it, we can see its butt. But, now, of course, when you pause the VCR, there were some the squiggles. The lines, the squiggles, it wasn't the same. See, kids don't know what they had nowadays. Right. right. There's a lot of that happening. That's how, that's how excited you were. A 12-year-old Lauren in Sleepover, so that was me. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, Dirty Dancing, or Patrick Swayze, Point Break? Which one? For me, Dirty Dancing. Really? Yeah. Over, 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 over Bodie? No, you just have to remember. But Bodie's so rugged. But He's I, dangerous. But so is Johnny. Johnny Castle. <laughs> Johnny Castle? That, that was, was his name. Thing? That was his name, Johnny Castle. Oh, God. Oh, it's great. I love it. Nobody puts baby in the like, corner. Nobody. 
And he was a stand-up guy. Everybody thought he was a bad guy, but he wasn't. Outsider Swayze or Dirty Dancing Swayze? See, he's not in Outsiders as much as everybody thinks he is. So but he's in it. Still, yeah, but definitely still... Uh, still got a tight black shirt. They're pretty much the same character. Okay, all right. It's like Outsiders, Patrick Swayze, um, what was his name, Dally? Yeah, I think it was Dally. Dally? Dairy? Dally. Dally or there was a There was a Dairy and a Dally. There was a Dairy, Dairy and a Dally. It was yeah. Dally was short for Dallas. Right. Dairy was short for Daryl. Oh, I thought it was short for Darius. Like Darius Rucker. <laughs> Darius Rucker. You know? <laughs> I was, I was going to sing the uh, Wagon Wheel song, but then I thought better of it. Yeah. But then I thought maybe I should sing that. Uh, wagon Wheel. Rock me, mama, like a wagon. That's him? Wheel. That's Darius Rucker. God. It's damn. also like 18,000 so other people. I went to Hootie and the Blowfish. And you went to the more contemporary. Yeah. Well, but the other th- the other thing that Darius Rucker got famous for was uh, singing the Tendercrest Bacon Cheddar Ranch Burger and King jingle. Sucking dick. <laughs> Sorry. It it had been a couple minutes. I, Moving I'm, on. I'm responsible to. It's I have to be a responsible host <laughs> and insert the penis jokes every couple minutes. It's like a sponsor. Yeah. So I have to. You know. Hootie and the Blowjobs. Hootie All and right. the Blowjobs. <laughs> there we go. Uh. Anyway, my reason for the. Um, I just had a stroke. I'm sorry. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by strokes. <laughs> Maybe there, there might be some fumes from the chemicals in here because I have a lot of different... My um, eyes have been watering. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, Maybe that's why. I thought it would maybe be some Still renovating the garage and the kitchen for the folks at home listening and their cubes are on the highway. And there might be some exposed chemicals along with some dip, you know, which by the way dip. is benzenine acetone and do they say it or were you just well, i just googled it i googled like what is a dip and like of course in the behind the scenes like by the way dip in dip is they it's it's the three things they get rid of what's that paint thinner turpentine turpentine so turpentine benzenine and acetone 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 gets rid of nail polish so that's what's in the dip and turpentine apparently they, gets they rid they of use paint that. and i don't know what benzenine is i don't know either sounds cool though yeah, but acetone you know. is um, in nail polish remover. So that's what's in the dip, the famous dip that's used by Judge Doom to eradicate. So the this tunes. is just like kind of in the in the show Bible. Yes. Okay. Well, it's in the. I guess it was in the behind the scenes stuff, and I was like, "What is it?" And it's also on the IMDb trivia. Okay. So, they did, I mean, trivia. they didn't actually make this. I don't think they actually. Uh, it's just like liquid with some. Oh, you know what? That's a good call. Maybe they did make it to make it. I don't know. Seems kind of dangerous. Why to would you, you would throw not it on mix turpentine and benzene and acetone. I don't know, but what makes it? They made it like bubble. It looks pretty gnarly. I thought it was like soap. As far, maybe a little bit of like uh, I don't know dry ice. But but it had that steam coming off of well, it. That's what I'm saying, dry ice. And that looked like practical steam. It did. Oh, dry ice can do that. Dry, yeah, um, liquid nitrogen. Is that safe too, though, for the actors, or probably not? Yeah, um, as long as you're not touching it with your hands, it's okay. Look how we're, like break, when we're they just make, breaking this like down. Like fog, like when they're making fog, they use liquid nitrogen. Oh, you're or right. Or not liquid nitrogen. Um, they use it. Liquid phosphorus? Liquid. Uh, dry ice. Dry, dry ice. ice, which is made of nitrogen, I believe. This episode is brought to you by dry ice. <laughs> if you need a bag of it or if you need to bury a body. Yeah. Um, I think liquid nitrogen actually is a little bit too dangerous. Not nec- because it's. It does have the steam, and it can get well. You know, it can stop a T one thousand in its tracks. So, <laughs> but dry ice would have a, a similar effect. Okay, you do stuff with dry, dry ice. Dry ice. A, okay. Yeah, it makes steam. Or maybe it was just super hot. Yeah, they just had a boiling hot dip. Really hot? They were throwing yeah. on Bob Hoskins. Did it? Did it get on him? 
I got close to him. You did get close to him. Jessica Rabbit. It got pretty close to her. You ever jerk off to Jessica Rabbit? I gotta ask the question. I don't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> you don't think so? Because I was really impressed by her, but I wasn't. Look, let me. But put you were t- little. You were like six, seven. Well, years I should. Old. I should put this out there. I should put this out there. I was never one of the. I was never one of those kids that thought girls had cooties. Right. Like as soon as I was in the playground, I was. I was a perv. Like I was all about them. I was all about the girls. I was the. One, I was always trying to play house because I was. All, I was all about the opposite sex. So there was never a concern, you know, from parents about like. Is he just gonna be in a locked cellar for the rest of his days? Well, maybe I, maybe there was that concern, you know. I don't know what that's implying, but I mean, a locked cellar because I mean, you're not interested in girls. What? No, because I'm because I'm you know because I'm not like socializing or I'm not like exploring, oh, okay. or, you know, gotcha. or I'm like hitting them or I'm like you know Using tormenting them, you know, rabbits. rabbits. Them. Thank you for bringing it. Call back, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, um, but I mean, I just never had that disgust or that disdain or anything like that so i mean i was all about it so when jessica rabbit was on the screen you would think i'd be like hubba, hubba, especially since they made the boobs go up instead of down when she was walking i didn't think about that but i was more intrigued very realistic by like, uh, body there that they drew for jessica yeah Rabbit. Ab- absolutely absolutely i mean that's the standard um <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i'm surprised that they went that over the top with it but do you think yeah. that by going that over the top with it, it made her less sexy than if they had made her look a little more realistic? I'll be honest. And here's my thing. And this is, I'm just going to throw this out there because you asked the question. I was more intrigued by her now as a 37 year old man, but not in the. Which is not Kathleen Turner saying. No, it's not. It's Obviously Amy not. Irving. No, I just mm. saw the name. Mm. Just saw the name. So Misha Barton. No. Gloria Steinem? <laughs> Gloria Steinem, yes. It was absolutely glorious. After Steinem. she founded Miss Magazine, she <laughs> came over to uh, the set. I was more intrigued by the car scene when they throw the dip down on the taxi's wheels and they have the wreck and she goes flying out and the skirt's everywhere and her legs are kind of exposed on the ground. Oh. That kind of got me going as a 37-year-old man. I wasn't paying attention I was like, to that. Oh. I, I she missed had legs because she had legs for days. You know yes. what I mean? And it's the what you don't see that's more intriguing than what you flat out see. I'm I'm incorrect. The the name I saw. Oh no, this is it. Betsy Brantley. No way. It says she as a was, singing voice. Maybe not. it says that she was Jessica's performance novel. No, that's the person who's model. moving so that they could color over. And her. there's no picture of she her. She wears a tennis racket over the head or something like that. Like I saw the behind the scenes. Okay. They, they had this apparatus that they would wear, and then they color they animate over it before, before the green screen stuff. Kestrel is Betty Boop's voice, which I think is the original actress that did. You know, I got to say, I mean, um, when it came to. You know, what's interesting. I could find this right now. Is it says. I'm 90% sure it's Amy Irving. Okay. You you may be correct there. I, I have it. Oh, look at that. I have it queued up. Look at look that. Look at you. I'm a pro. He's a professional. It says that Kathleen Turner is uncredited. Yeah, she did not get credited. She right. did because she did the speaking voice, but she didn't do the um. Right, but why wouldn't she be credited? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. She's a know. main character. Maybe it was before they uh, had the contracts for everybody. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm looking at the IMDb and I can't even find her on here. Yeah, she. I. It doesn't mention who did the singing voice on IMDb that I can see. What and when I googled fuck? Jessica Rabbit singing voice, it comes up with Kathleen Turner. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit voice uncredited. Speaking voice, Kathleen Turner. Which, by the way, sexy voice. Amy Irving, you're absolutely right. We just wasted all this time for you to be right with your very first. <sighs> it's comment. okay. It's all right. It's all right. She was like a singer. 
mm-hmm. back then. And she would do, uh, I mean, she actually was a singer from like the 40s and 50s, I think. And then they brought her out to do that singing or something. She was born in 1953. She was born in 1953. So she was a singer in the 60s and 70s, which is a lot, a lot like the 40s and 50s, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they were in the same clothes, driving the same cars, kind of, sort of. And uh, we were. Um, yeah, I didn't at realize. War. I really hmm? didn't realize Amy Irving was a singer. Yeah, I think she was. She was married to Steven Spielberg then, wasn't she? Because that last note. Doo, I mean, come on, that last note, like some other bears. Doo, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. No, James okay. Powell isn't here, otherwise he'd totally rock it. So James, if you're listening, I'm not gonna try. Okay. Go. No, but I didn't. I never realized that uh, she was because when you said Amy Irving, I was like, no, she's not a singer. I, I, her black. So her picture was black and white on IMDb. She was married to Steven Spielberg. So I just she assumed was she was in an old Carrie and a few other things. Oh, okay. She, she's known for her acting. I didn't know her as being a singer. I don't know. The only, I only know a few Amy's. She was married to Steven Spielberg, and then Steven Spielberg left her for Kate Capshaw. I thought George Lucas was in a Kate Capshaw. No, Steven Spielberg. Because that's the only reason why she Steven got the part. Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw are married. Kate Capshaw is the poor man's Goldie Hawn slash poor man's Kim... Big Trouble Little China. Cottrell? Cottrell. Um, for the folks at home that don't Willie know. Willie from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Which yeah. I... That's the only reason why she was in the movie. I don't think she did anything else after that. But I thought that's when he met her and then divorced Amy Irving. Oh, I thought he was already met her and put her in the movie. Oh. Email us at comicconspodcast.com. No, this is, we're reason. in a bad rabbit hole right now. It's okay. Speaking um, of rabbit holes. Uh, <laughs> hold on. The breakup with Spielberg cost Amy her role of Marion Ravenwood in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Boom. That's what you get. She was supposed to be Marion. Karen so she's going to come back. Right? Oh, you know what it is? Here's why I'm jacked up. James Powell and I always talk about this. We always think that Doom is the first one. Okay. Because the feel because of it and everything. It is, well, it's a prequel. Right. Oh, it is? And I, and I never knew that until like two years ago. Oh, because of the year? It's a prequel. It yeah. It takes place before Raiders? Yeah. Oh. And I had no idea. Why the fuck would they make that after? I don't after? know. I don't know. So I guess. Um, it doesn't make sense, does it? Let's talk about Indiana Jones for a little bit and let's you know, close, sure. close up let's this. this. this, this montage how long show. have we been going we're, we're an hour in oh man now look harrison ford says he doesn't want anybody and i mean anybody to play um you know indiana jones yeah and um i've had some emails about this before and i haven't really addressed it all the way so kobayashi jedi and all their fair fellow uh, fans of the show and instagram users that have asked this question to me about the indiana jones movie, we haven't talked about it but there is a fifth one in development with spielberg and it's supposed to be like his next thing after west side story once that wraps why he's doing West Side Story, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> fine. Congratulations. I didn't know that they were. I think it's great that West they're doing a West Side Story, but I just don't know why Spielberg. You know what I mean? Like why? You get anything. Like, I'm sorry, but Spielberg. Like, and I'm not hating on Schindler's List. I'm not hating on Munich. He's given us a lot of good, solid films that don't involve robots. But I really just need him to stick to the robots. You know, I need I need Spielberg to be like, look, give us what you're good at, man. Right. Just give us the aliens. Give us the 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 lens flares. Give us the whips and the Nazis. You know, like shooting back at the guy. Not with not at whips and you know, S and M or whatever. But um, I just do we need another Indiana Jones? Do we need another Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford? He's in he's in his seventies. I never watched Crystal Skull. I watched it. I never watched. 
watched it. I wanted to. It's not horrible. Well, People say it's horrible, but I it's not. I wanted to, even if fine. not just for the, because at first I wanted to see it and I couldn't see it because right. I had a little child. It was in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Wasn't able to take him. Mm-hmm. Um, you never watched it, tried to watch the, well, it later. Well, then I wanted to watch it later and all I heard was how terrible it was. Right. I was just like, I mean, but it's still indie. You wanted to keep it fresh. It. And uh, I just have never had the opportunity now. I mean, Last Crusade is such a solid one. Yes. So it's such a solid ending to a perfect trilogy in that yeah, sense. Which but, is difficult. Right. But I mean, why would they be so... For years, my friends and I, a friend of mine and I have said that we should just get James Marsden in the role and just do a complete fucking remake, you know. That'd be good. Cyclops, you know. That'd be good. There, you know? Yeah. He'd be solid. He'd be great. Who doesn't love James Marsden? Yeah. He's easy on the eyes. He's a little rugged. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could do it. Put a fedora on him. Put some. Well, he, I mean, he, he almost he is part of the costume in uh, Westworld. There you go. Yeah, that's really I think what kind of inspired it when we saw him in the yeah, cowboy hat. Yeah, on the horse. You know. Yeah, I could do. But it. Harrison Ford, like, why would he like hold on to that? You know. No. Pass the torch. I guess it made him what he is. Or just leave it alone. You know, let it go. Let, let, it let it die off. Just let it die. Like, would you want to see a sequel to this, other than a reimagined gritty thing like I mentioned earlier? No. No, I don't no. think I'd want to see the sequel. Too much, but too late. At the time, sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel the what I, f- I think now. I understand, like Uncle Rico, not liking Roger Rico. Rico. I really do, <laughs> because I know that when I saw it, I was into it. You're into it. But then I was very quickly too old for cartoons, mm-hmm. too old for silly rabbits. There, because there's a lot on. of there's a lot of gags in that movie that are too childlike. Yeah. You know? And watching it for its technical merits, which are incredible. Right. The childish gags, you know, they don't really hold me. Right. There are a couple of gags that I think are great. Right. And I'll mention this one for my boyfriend because it was his favorite. He made me rewind it to watch it again. Eddie and Roger are in handcuffs. Mm. Yes. You know, it's all... Eddie goes to... Uh, to you know, it, they went through all this trouble to hide the fact that they're handcuffed together. Right, 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 right. They finally they're in hiding, and he's trying to saw them apart. And Roger goes, "Would this help?" And he whips his hand out of the handcuff mm-hmm. and holds the table still. And and he goes, "You could have done that at any time." Right. Not at any time. Only when it was funny. Which is actually not only a great <laughs> joke. It is a great joke. But it's it it's actually a good implication of the universe they're in. Right. That I really, I honestly do believe that he couldn't take his hand out of those handcuffs. Until it was funny. Until it was funny. Yeah. And because tunes can't right. operate in our normal. Right. It's like when he orders a drink and he's like, on the rocks. And he gets the and drink gets and there's actual rocks, the rocks in it. Yeah. You know? And he's like, and I mean ice. Right. Yeah. He did say, I mean ice. I mean ice, but they weren't listening. Well, they didn't give those him dry penguins ice. penguins were too busy. No. <laughs> there was no steam coming off of that <laughs> one. Call back. <laughs> oh, man. Should we rate this thing? Do you Can have any? Can rate it? I was just trying to think if I had anything I else. know we were all over the place. People are done. They're like, I wanted to hear about Roger Rabbit, and that was not this. Right. I think Uncle Rico will be happy with our episode. I think he will. I'm, I'm pleased about that. Right. People don't... Look, this is the kind of movie... Oh, God, they're coming. I don't know how they found me, but they are found me. The, are those the children? The are Libyans. those the rabbit hunter those children? Are, those are the, those Libyans. the Libyans. Another Christopher Lloyd mm. fan favorite. Are these the are these the rabbit hunters? No, those are the Aryan race kids. I was gonna say yeah. that one sure does look Aryan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
There's a lot of blonde-haired, blue-eyed kids in here. I can't tell if it's going to be a Village of the Dam scenario. Mm. By the way, the Christopher Reeve version with Mark Hamill. Oh. Um, I don't think I ever saw the original, so I just always referenced yeah, the I Christopher Reeve one. I did see the Christy original. Christy Alley. Ooh. Yeah, I did see the original because uh, the, the new one had come out, and you know I had a mother who was always like, oh, the original was so good. Let's go to Blockbuster, kids. Yeah. And we would watch the original. Really? Um, Better than the Christopher Reeves one? I don't remember seeing the Christopher oh, Reeves one. With Christy Alley? I, I don't remember. I remember it coming Man. out. And I remember going and renting the original. And I can't remember if we ever saw the... We should do that one for the podcast. One. Okay. It's good. Okay. Christy Alley, man. Mark Hamill plays a preacher, but he gets half of his body burned on a grill. Like an actual like <gasps> grill that you put burgers on. Oh, wow. Yeah. The other, um, the other thing I remember going to Blockbuster get the original of was... Uh, remember The Good Son? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? We went to get the Bad Seed. Oh, we had to watch the Bad Seed. What's the Bad Seed? It's about a little girl. It came after the Good Son. No, no, it was the original. Oh, so the Good Son was based on that? It was based on the Bad Seed. Shut up! When was that made? The fifties. It's a little blonde girl. Does she actually murder people? She's murdered people. They don't show it. Okay. They don't show it, but she describes how she murdered people. Did the good son actually murder people, like, with he, his hands? Yes. Or I thought he set up, like, little Home Alone type he, things. Because <laughs> doesn't he throw a body over the, or something over a bridge on yes, the interstate? Yes, he did. He threw a body over the bridge and then made a whole big car accident happen. I feel like he, I remember from the preview, him threatening to kill Elijah Wood. Um, he did kill his baby brother, but we don't see it. Yeah. He drowned his baby brother in the bathtub. God. And made the mother think that it was her fault. Oh, I don't think I could watch that now. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's certain things with kids dying. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, no. no. I'm, I'm the same. I'm worse with animals dying. I'll be honest. It was really, really hard for me to watch that shoe get put in the dip. Because it was like a little animal. Yeah. It was like a little puppy. It's like, why? Right. Why would you do and that? And he was whimpering too on the way yeah. down. Yeah, he didn't need that. Right. He didn't need that. He didn't deserve that. They had that. to let you know right away, this guy's bad. This guy's evil. The long trench coat wasn't enough. Judge Doom. Right. Evil. And I loved the, I loved Judge Doom as a tune more than any of the others. Yeah. Because they had to use so many mixed practical effects sure. to make him work. When he's flattened out yeah. and comes back up, and then he's got to put the helium in his right. mouth. Right, and the eyes come And then out. the only animated part are his eyes. Right. I talk just like this. <laughs> yeah. It was over the top, but I loved it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I was practicing my please all weekend, and I forgot to do it for Lay you. Lay it on me. Please. Wow. Eddie. That's really good. Please. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it if I tried. <laughs> please. I got you did it. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. I think, uh, it, well, it was tricky to switch from Roger Rabbit back to Cardi B. Oh, God. That's Cardi B? That's Cardi B. Oh. What about a Nicki Minaj? She does that thing, too. She's like... Grr. Yeah, she does weird stuff. You but Cardi, Cardi B's all about that. I'm your tongue I'm your bungly. I'm the dummy. Did you see the uh, Super Bowl commercial with uh, um, Little John and Mm-mm. Cardi B? No. Yeah, the, she walks in like... Grr. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, I don't know. Yeah. See, I'm just an old man. I'm, I'm older than you are. Not no, by much. Not, not, not really by much. Though. Not really though, not because really. you're in it. You know. You know. You're. You know the topical things today. Is there you know, anything else I needed to say about this movie? Jeez, thanks for the segue. I don't know. 
God, I didn't know it was time to wrap up. No, I'm just saying. Well, you were trying to get me to rate it five minutes ago, and then we got distracted by the village of the damned over there. Ah, uh, that's my fault again. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that a lot of people probably don't appreciate this movie for what it is, for when it yeah, came out. That's what. But that's what. That's I what the deal. I think is. the people that love this movie loved it a lot as a kid watching it. Because watching it again, you're right. It's not the same thing. It might not hold up. I would. Right. But I have it on Blu-ray for a lot of reasons. So that's my rating. It's. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for the kids that don't know, we have six beautiful ratings on this show, okay? We have layers of positivity because we don't like to be negative on the show, okay? We have Call to Work good, Movie Theater good, Home Video good, Kitchen on Cable good, Sick with the Flu good, and Solitary Confinement good. And so I'll just give away mine. Mine's Home Video good because I own it. I own it on Blu-ray. And I got the DVD and the Blu-ray. And I think it's in wow. my Criterion collection because it's when you get the DVD with the Blu-ray when you... Yeah. You know. It's in my Criterion collection. It's in my little my little Nick Stevens Criterion. It has to be, like, if I'm on an island, it's one of the movies that goes with me. Because yeah. it's part of that. I was, like, six or something in the theater. I even remember my family friend that took us in Pennsylvania, in Focusville, Pennsylvania, after we had some Yakos hot dogs, take the girls Yacos and me. hot dogs. Yeah, to the movie theater. And she turned to me when Roger Rabbit's in the bed, like, hiding in the tuckaway bed that he pulls yep, down. Yep, She goes, who's in the bed next to him? And I'm, like, a little kid. I'm, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know and she was playing along you know she was into it you know yeah so betty shout out to you and you know that's just part of that glowing warm you need nostalgic that, yeah you so, need those kind of elements yeah. to make you appreciate it but it's a little weird watching it now as an adult but i bet my kid if it gets a little right. older and gets more into it he might be it like, doesn't Whoa. see that's the thing like the plot the story oh you know watching it start to finish doesn't hold up as well for me as mm-hmm. an adult the technical aspects of right. it, the cinematography, right. just how well it was done, and and the appreciation for the collaboration, sure, is all, um, it's all still there for me. There's um, a respect for it. I don't want to say home video good because I wouldn't, I don't own it, and I'm. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> just beating up your microphone. <laughs> I'm I'm content not owning it. Right. You don't um, need to own it. Right. But I <clears throat> but I like it on Netflix. So I guess the catch it on cable would be my answer. Okay, so if it's on. Yeah. And if you're just you're surfing the channels, you might you might catch yeah. a little bit of it. Like if I see if I see it's on Netflix, I'll be like, Oh, let's just watch a, a snippet of it. Right. Let's look at this little right. portion of it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it, kids. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I can send you my copy. Just give me your address. <laughs> <laughs> Email me your address to comiconspodcast.gmail.com and I will hand deliver it to you as, as, your, as your AC breaks down and your window's open and the screen's there and I'll knock on the screen door and I'll say, there's going to be a freeway with cars getting off and on. <laughs> My God, it's going to be beautiful. So he just really wanted Interstate 95. He just wanted an interstate yeah, yeah. going through California. What the hell is a freeway? Traffic will be a thing of the past. Don't you wish that the freeway made traffic a thing in the past? Yeah, it was supposed to, I guess. Well, don't you remember in uh, Back to the Future in mm-hmm. 2015, the Skyway made the Skyway. traffic a thing of the past? Where we're going, we don't need roads. But I doubt that that would work now either. If we had flying cars? Because well, I think they take if out... If we had flying cars, we would just never see the sun. Right. Right. That's what would happen. Right. We blotted out the sun. Matrix. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just too many people. There's too many people, you mm-hmm. know? I guess that's why these horrible things happen to kind of curtail the population from time to time. That's, not, that's really morbid. But I mean, you it's know, I mean, I just finished survival. Gojira, you know? 
and you're watching these like monsters fighting. Oh, did you, you know? like it? I, I did. Yeah. I did. I'll be reviewing it tonight. Or I already reviewed it by the time you heard this episode. <laughs> Isn't that weird how time works? But uh, but yeah, here's the thing though with these movies with monsters in them, you know, and like it's a human race thing, and there's always one scientist saying like but we need to let them run the earth so we can balance the population because we're getting out of control. Like we get it, you know, pollution and all the horrible things that humanity does. But it's always that one person that's like, so kill everybody right? to reset the doomsday clock. You know, it's like, what, really? I don't know. Snap the fingers. Right. How do you get behind that, you know? Yeah. To me, here's, here's the thing. I don't know how to close with this. I think I'm getting to a point where honestly, nothing can top Avengers Endgame. I mean, I've seen it all now. So it's like, now it's like, I watch something, I'm like, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in terms of the... Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, it's surprising the things that end up being like, yeah, that was good, I'm glad I saw it. And the things that are just like... Mm. Yeah, because there's so much out there. Maybe that's part right. of it too. Right. I'll let you go ahead and close out. Oh, yeah, And of I'll course. add more into that. Oh, okay. Off mic. Oh, Fantastic. Was there anything else you wanted to drop? No. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, I think the last time I was on here, I mentioned Mouthy Broadcast on hiatus. Uh, still the present status of the show. Okay. Um, if you are a Mouthy Broadcast fan, um, I've done a few guest spots for uh, Jenny's podcast, uh, Bell and Dubs. Mm. Uh, check out Bell and Dubs. It's uh, pretty cool. Fun okay. little concept. Also available on Apple, Spotify, yep. all that? Okay. Yeah, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, everything. Bella Dubs. Bell and Dubs. Bell and Dubs. Yeah. Okay. B-E-L-L-E. Gotcha. See, I was thinking like, yeah. Bella Dubs. <laughs> like Bella Don. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, that's awesome. I got to check that out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was already out. Yeah, it's out. Um, it, it's a really neat concept. It's a, more of a radio play, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done as a college radio show. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's set in the uh, Los Santos Community College, which uh, for you video game fans, Los Santos is um, the setting for GTA Five. That's a Grand Theft Auto, yes. I think. I think yes. that's what that is. Yes, that okay. is, that I is think, what that is. What, yeah. I think, yeah, I think so it's a college radio show within the GTA Very universe. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Grand Theft Auto universe. All right. More specific. Well, look, I have to thank you again. For thank coming you for out having here. me. I'm always it's happy a little to be more here. pleasant in here than it was out in the garage that one day. But still, thank you for enduring the heat, yeah. the traffic, taking time out of your day because we just love having you on the show. I love having you on the show. It's an excuse to hang out and to talk and pontificate and and ramble and wax rhapsodically about what we like to talk about, which is everything. Yeah. On, especially on this episode. This is probably this one, one of my favorite this episodes. This one a little nuts, yeah. I it, love that shit. I think I got to get back on a podcast regularly. Because no, the movie's the skeleton. That's why I rambled so much. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the ramble. I fucking love the rambles. And, um, and I love having you on the show. So thank you again. And kids, friends, pals, ladies, gents, gargoyles, please remember at the end of the day, no matter what we say on this show, don't take it seriously. It's just... Fiction.